Are you an investigative professional? Did you know you can find the best private investigator resources using investigatorstoolbox.com? This resource community was built exclusively for licensed investigators and investigative professionals. You can network directly with members, educate yourself through free webinars and blogs, and even create your own customizable research library. Membership starts for as little as 49 cents a day. Download the Investigators Toolbox app or visit our webpage at www.investigators-toolbox.com. Are you an investigative professional with an international problem you can't solve? Conflict International has the knowledge and relationships to jump in for you. We compensate investigators for referring cases to our office. Contact us today for details. Conflict International uses insight, intelligence, investigation, risk management, and strategic solutions to solve problems troubling individuals and companies of all kinds, anywhere around the world. Whether you're planning to hire a person to a position of trust, carry out due diligence on a company, trace hidden assets, or require skilled boots on the ground, Conflict International investigators can seamlessly pursue a case across borders, offering a truly global solution. Find out about our extensive range of services at conflictinternational.com. Conflict International, global reach, international knowledge. Welcome to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. Education expert Rory McMahon joins us today to talk about some new education opportunities available for investigators. You've heard his business investigator education consultants advertise on many of our episodes. If you've seen Rory teach at a conference or if you've taken any of his classes, you know his passion. Make sure you check out one of his cool offers during our break. Please welcome Rory McMahon, and your host, private investigator, Matt Spare. And welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of PI Perspective. This is Matt Spare, your host. Um, you know, every now and then, I like to have uh, sponsors on the program just to give us updates and uh, highlight what they're up to and what they're doing. And, and when they have special announcements and things like that, um, our next guest is somebody who's been a huge supporter of this uh, program, and uh, I really appreciate um, his passion for training in the industry and, and how he really... Um, wants to make sure people know what they're doing. <laughs> so I'm going to welcome Rory McMahon to the program. Rory, how are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, great to see you again, Matt. Yeah, great to have you back on, man. I appreciate it. Um, so you are the investigator education consultant. Uh, folks who listen to the program have heard your ads over uh, over the time. And again, I just want to thank you for, uh, for the ongoing support. It really means uh, the world to me. And uh, I think what you're doing is a really great thing. Well, you're very welcome and uh, certainly deservedly so. Uh, you're a man uh, receiving many accolades lately, so it's it's good to be on a winning team. Oh, well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but, but thank you. I'll take the win if you'll give it. Um, so education is your passion. And uh, the last time we had you on, uh, God, it was probably maybe a year, a year and a half ago. Um, you were in the process of, of updating your material and, and moving your education courses online. Um, right. COVID hit, universities were closed. There was no way to do that in-person training and, and you made that pivot and shift. So what have you been up to since the last time uh, we were talking? Okay, I, it's interesting that we're having this conversation now. I was, I was just thinking in the last week uh, how uh, I have basically come 360 degrees. Um, I was licensed as a private investigator in Florida 
in October of 1990. And uh, in addition to uh, working as a private investigator, I was also teaching part-time at a private junior college in Fort Lauderdale. And the courses I were, that I was teaching were investigative classes. They were eight investigative classes. Right. And uh, at the end of the, the uh, 40-week session, the student received a, a certificate in professional investigation. Okay. Uh, fast forward two years, 1992, uh, the college received accreditation and became a junior college and offered uh, an associate's degree with a major in private investigation. And at that time, I became the chair of the, uh, the PI department. Right. So here we are, you know, 30 years later, and I am about to roll out a certificate in professional investigation program, um, which is the result of uh, my online uh, work that um, in my website that I created. Uh, so for the last year and a half, I've been offering classes, uh, but I've now finished the, the, the package and will be rolling out hopefully by the end of the summer, this certificate program. And as you pointed out, so since then, since 1990, when I got into this business, um, I, I noted that there was a lack of training for people that want to get into, you know, the investigative field. Right. And the investigative field is, is much larger than just private investigators. I mean, that's a small fraction of the amount of jobs that are out there for investigators. Sure, I mean, sure. in every facet of, of life and, and, and corporations and, and, and even government. They have investigative components. So, um, you know, this is one area where the industry, the, the educational community has not, you know, followed through and, and you know, provided the, the opportunities, yeah. uh, you know, that this field requires. Yeah, and we are a, discussed, uh, we're a very uh, litigious society. People like to, right, right. Like to litigate and, you know, um, uh, it, it, with, without investigation, there is no litigation, right? Exactly. That's uh, Eflee exactly. Bailey. I'm stealing that from him. <laughs> exactly. One. Rest in peace, Eflee. Uh, and and what is available is is not getting the job done. I, I mean, for two years, I, I was studying at, at CW Post College in in Queens uh, uh, to get a master's in criminal justice. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I was hired by the feds and no longer received uh, the leap funds, so that I couldn't afford to complete it. Yeah. But. Um, it, it certainly was not adequate to address the needs of the private investigative community. I, I mean, I, and I actually sat down with the chair of the uh, criminal justice program at Boston University back in 2004 um, and said, why, why is this, you know, whole niche like totally excluded from, yeah. from consideration? So and here's the have an answer. Right? So I graduated from John Jay college um, right. in 1995 and even like when I was in high school and trying to figure out like what I want to do with my life, <laughs> you know, like my guidance counselor actually asked me June of my senior year, are you going to college? And I was like, yeah, no, thanks to you, man. <laughs> like I figured it out. Right. Right. So for me, I always was interested in history, right? That was something I gravitated to. So I knew I wanted to do something related to that. Like in the science wasn't for me. Math wasn't for me. English wasn't for me. Okay. Well, what works for me? Um, so I was drawn towards criminal justice. I always thought it was neat. Right. And then you have this fantasy of, okay, I'm going to go work for the federal government. Right. Right. Or, or I'm going to go into law enforcement and all that. So 
I got into John Jay College and and I got my degree and and I actually got very serious in college in my studies. My grades really went up. I went from being like an average student to to graduating with a 4.0 in my last semester, right? Wow. Um, but yeah. I, I just the last semester. I want to be very clear about that. So uh, the, so here I was, I graduated, I had this degree and there was nobody really giving me guidance. I did some internships. I was supposed to go work for the Department of Investigation in New York City, which is like the internal affairs for everything but NYPD. I had a, a job offer lined up with him. It was good to go. And then uh, Rudy Giuliani gets elected and I actually worked to help him get elected. I was like, you know, doing, handing things out and doing whatever. And he says, city, city hiring freeze, no city jobs for three years. Wow. And I'm like, thanks Rudy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, just facing that, like now I have, what are my options, right? So um, the city was not an option. Law enforcement in general really wasn't an option because it was so super competitive at that particular time. And they were giving preferences to people that had relationships like, oh, my uncle's on this force or whatever. So like I was taking tests, scoring in the high 90s or mid to high 90s, and I still wasn't even getting job interviews because it was so super competitive. And right. I ended up working for a retail investigation company doing reference checking and, and starting and then field investigation, mystery shopping, things like that. And that was the beginning of my journey to where I, I got here today. But there was that, there wasn't any extra training or anything going on or, or even, uh, you know, in New York, the way it works is, you know, you have to work for somebody right. for three years before they even allow you to take the test or you have to have be retired law enforcement. So. Okay it's it's kind of like a quagmire right you you, right. you want exactly. to do something you can't do it because you don't have the experience and nobody's going to hire you you know like it was right. very crazy so you know we were talking like 1995 96 you know that was the the environment and stuff and and you know there really wasn't programs like what you're doing and, and, and criminal justice it, they just like okay that's where cops go uh, they go to school there, you know, when they, they, they do the morning shift, they go to school at night or they do the to night get shift promotion the within the department, right. but they've already got the experience. They're already on the job. There's nothing that they would learn in a criminal justice program that right. will help them be a better cop. Right. So, so that was like the way the, the culture was at that particular point, right? Exactly. It, there was no continuing education essentially. And even in New York, like we're not required to do continuing education. Once you get your license, you're good. As long as you get the money to pay for it, you're fine. Right. Right. So, right. um, it's so great that you're doing stuff like this and, and, and that shift, um, in the industry of saying, okay, there's so many people that are coming off of law enforcement or they're coming out of school and it's like, now what? Right. What are we going to do? Or the, the military. I, I, I mean, right. no, um, you know, to the uh, uh, colleges that uh, I, I was working on to create uh, programs, uh, both in New Jersey, uh, the first one was uh, Bergen Community College. Mm -hmm. um, and then the second one was was Brookdale. Yeah. And, you know, they had a focus of the, the, the guys coming out of the military, you know, who didn't know what they wanted to do. Right. Um, but. And, and we're looking for options and, you know, this could be an option where, uh, I mean, the, the in-school program was uh, three months. Um, you start the program three months later, you get a certificate and you can now get an entry level job in the investigative field, whether it be a private investigator or, you know, one of these other jobs that, that are in the field. So, I mean, they were very attracted to that. 
the bad news for me was that it came out during during COVID. So, you know, not a lot of people uh, were worrying about what am I going to do for a living? They were worried about, you know, grinding out uh, their existence for (laughs) for a year and a half, uh, being locked in their in their homes. So, yeah, typical of me. I I may have been born on 7-Eleven, but I don't have the best luck in the world. Yeah, yeah, So, uh, uh, so that's why I decided that, you know, I knew to create it online. Yeah. But I mean, going back to 1990, I mean, all all that content, man, that's impressive. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I, I just come from, you know, federal law enforcement didn't really, I knew how to do background checks. I knew how to do interviewing. I knew how to do criminal investigations, but all of these other areas knew nothing about. And so I'm teaching these classes and, and the guy that hired me was a PI. I mean, he, he'd get in there. I mean, we, we were doing 16 hours a week of, of training, four hours at a clip. Wow. And I mean, you, you can't do content. I mean, you got to be a storyteller. You got to be a comedian. I mean, to keep yeah. their attention. Yeah. So, you know, he could fill in the gaps with, with stories. I didn't have any stories and I'm trying to find material because the, you know, the material he gave me, you know, was, was like the size of this boulder. I went through that in week one. Uh, so, you know, and, and ever since then, you know, I'm, I'm looking around certainly there's a lot more material and books are available, but you know, not enough. And yeah. Um, yeah. there certainly needs to be that, that, you know, community that, that uh, educational community yeah. that people can go to. Uh, and I'm sure you get calls. I get for oh, yeah. 30 years. I've been getting calls from yeah. people. How do I get in this? You know, I know I want to be a PI. How do I get, you know, I'm stuck in this situation. They won't hire me because I don't have experience yeah. and I can't get experience. So, you know, uh, and there's no schools. So what do I do? So yeah, and the cool, cool part about it is like LinkedIn and, and these other like social media platforms, right. like gives these people access to you. Cause right. I get, I do get messages all the time, especially on LinkedIn. Like, Hey, like I, I love the show. I appreciate it. I really right. want to get into this. How would you recommend, you know, like right. all the time. And right. um, it, it's great. Cause I love being able to, I'm a, I'm, I'm a bridge guy. I like to bridge people <laughs> together right. through connections. Right. right? Um, so givers just, get them. Um, and then yeah. network I belong to. That's what, uh, yeah. that's what they used to say. Yeah. And it, it, it's good stuff. And, and, you know, before there was all that, before there's this technology, you know, we had to depend on our state associations or national mm-hmm. associations going to seminars, right. conferences, you know, putting in, uh, you know, the, the time to do that, which is still very, very necessary. I mean, Heck, that's how I met you, right? I went to to Osmosis right. down in Orlando, 2019, and and you know, hey, here's a guy talking for an hour and a half, and right. But I, it, it's very job. necessary. But even I mean, like, there's nine thousand uh, investigators in the state of Florida alone, wow. and yet, and you know, I was actively involved in the statewide association. I was running training conferences for for years, yeah. and we were lucky if we could get 150 people. I mean, you know. Uh, that's been 10% of the, that is the, another uh, quandary in, in our um, field, right? So a lot of investigators are sole practitioners and, you know, they got to work to eat and um, for them to take off the time to, to do that is difficult for them. They can't justify it. All right. If I'm going to spend two or three days at this conference, that's two or three days that I'm not making money. Right. So I'm not only am I paying to go to the conference, I'm losing money. I'm not billing. So here's but, the genius. As, as you that. and I know that that's a false it's, conception. It's, right. Right. Two but things real. happen that when you go to conferences. Number one, yeah. you learn how to do cases that you don't already know how to do, or at least to improve your business. And number two, you network. Oh. I mean, Florida is a big state. You, you know, I, I met Bert Hodge up in Tallahassee. Uh, 
you know, so am I going to drive up to Tallahassee to work in case? Hell no. I'm going to call Bert Hodge and, you know, uh, and hopefully Bert's going to call me if he's got something in Fort Lauderdale. He's not, you know, getting in his truck and driving down to Fort Lauderdale, you know, a six hour drive. Uh, you know, well, you work smarter, not harder. So exactly. Uh, exactly. I, I, it has more than paid back, uh, you know, what I've spent in time and, and money by so, so the other thing that I've made and, and what I've learned. Yeah. The other thing I want to mention is, you know, by you migrating your training online, it kind of defeats that argument too, that I don't have the time to set aside to do this because you right. know, you consume when you consume and you, you get the material done, you get the certificate, right. And it, it's right. going to make you better. Let's, let's be real about this, right. If you Absolutely. make the effort to invest right. in your skill set and get better at what you're doing, right. you will see more income period. Right. Absolutely. Just, and, and now with, with the online thing, and, you know, I wasn't the only one that was uh, working on online training uh, sure. during the pandemic, yeah. but yeah, now I don't have to spend the money to go for a hotel and, yeah. you know, I, I can do it in, you know, the comfort of my own living room or, you know, my office or whatever it is. Yeah, so, no, cat, yeah. no cat filters. Exactly. Yeah. So that's good. So uh, what, let's jump out for a break here. And okay. um, when we come back, we'll, we'll keep, um, you know, uh, you know, talking about this topic and kind of choking okay. on a little bit harder. Um, okay. So everybody sit tight and we will be right back. The summer's here and that means it's time to bundle discounts with the Investigator Education Consultants. Bundles are available on the fundamentals of the profession. Gumshoe talent, putting it all together, hard time crime and pocketbook crime. If you purchase any of these combinations, you'll receive a 10% discount by using the code BUNDLE. B-U-N-D-L-E. Visit the website at investigationeducation.com. That's investigationeducation.com. You guys have been hearing uh, for a long time about how much I love Cross Tracks, but now you're going to hear from somebody else. So we got George Gerges here. George is a member and a user of Cross Tracks. George, tell me real quickly what you love about Cross Tracks. The simplicity of using it and the ability to customize everything that you could do with Cross Tracks is awesome. It actually allowed me to take the way that I do my business and implement it into their system. And not only am I able to manage 10 or 15 cases, I'm able to manage 50 to 100 cases with the same effort. Fantastic. So Crosstracks, um, the case management system, they are SOC 2 certified. Basically, that's an encryption, really an upgrade. They're the only ones out there that are doing it. So please support this great sponsor that supports our show. Uh, check them out. The links are in the show notes. Crosstracks, if you're an investigator, you should be using them today. Looking for an insurance agent that puts you first? Every PI business is different. That's why OREP Insurance can shop multiple markets to ensure you get the best coverage to meet your unique business needs. OREP's model is business by the golden rule, and for over 20 years, they've built their business by putting their clients first. So come enjoy a fast online application and same-day certificates of insurance at OREP.org. OREP has coverage for armed investigators, executive protection, and even has a separate policy for security firms. The application takes less than five minutes, so visit OREP.org today. OREP.org. Have you heard that the National Association of Legal Investigators will be having its next live conference this month? It's not too late to register. 
Join the best legal investigators as they meet in Louisville, Kentucky from June 22nd until June 24th. Visit Churchill Downs or sample some bourbon. You don't want to miss this great event. Learn more at Nally.com. Check out the latest issue of PI Magazine available online or via hard copy. Just visit PIMagazine.com. And welcome back to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. Uh, today, we're doing a sponsor spotlight with the um, Investigator Education Consultants. We've got Rory McMahon here. Rory, welcome back to the program. Thank you very much, Matt. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on, man. I know uh, this is a labor of love for you, the, this uh, whole education thing. And it's so Absolutely. great that uh, you know, you're one of the uh, industry leaders in doing this and, and just having uh, the passion for it. So before we uh, took a break, you know, we were talking about the benefits of, of having an online program and, and um, you know being able to get your education without actually sitting in a, in a classroom and, and meeting those requirements. And it, it's such a game changer. Um, the way technology has has helped everybody kind of do what we need we need to do it's not uh it's not chinatown with jack nicholson right. anymore right nobody's nobody's getting black eyes i hope right <laughs> <laughs> broken noses sliced up noses right, right. yeah <laughs> uh, it's a whole new world right right that's it's good stuff so um you know one of the other things with your program that i think is so cool is that it's not just you you have um other investigators that that help lecture and, and do training and, and things like that so tell me a little bit about that okay uh well i started out with uh myself obviously um and i i basically put together five classes uh, uh foundations of investigation which is basically an overview of the types of cases that investigators work the second one was uh my passion uh, criminal investigation criminal defense investigation um then uh, fraud investigation, another, I'm a CFB, so it's uh, another area, you know, that I consider in my wheelhouse. Um, and then legal investigation, you know, as, as a, a legal investigator, I, I do both civil and criminal. Um, so that was another area of major interest for me. And then, of course, the bread and butter for all investigations, background investigations. So those are the five uh, major areas that, that I cover that are, you know, I, I consider um, you know, not necessarily, you know, things that, that most investigators cover, but it, at least it gives them a background on what those investigations are all about. And in addition to, you know, the training material, I also, you know, give examples of, of cases that I work. Right. And, you know, not only is it lecture driven, so uh, you're seeing me drone on for, you know, hours at a time uh, on these various topics. Um, but I also provide the, the, you know, student subscriber, whatever you want to call them with uh, a copy of the books that I've written, uh, the latest being a uh, guide to professional investigations and, um, and also a PDF of the PowerPoint, uh, presenting my material. Yeah. So they actually have a, a copy of my book, um, which, you know, uh, the, the first professional, uh, practical handbook for professional investigators was selling for a hundred dollars by, um, uh, uh, CRC press on Amazon and other areas. Yeah. Uh, so I basically consolidated that, made it a PDF so that uh, people can download it. Right. So, Everything. you know, in addition, God bless you. In, in, yeah. <laughs> so in addition to, uh, the lecture material, they're getting the PDF with the PowerPoints, um, and, and, you know, uh, and, and the book, right. uh, same thing with the fraud book. I also, uh, wrote a fraud book. I just updated it in 2020. And, you know, uh, students that sign up for that 
get a copy of that book, get the PDF, get the lectures. Right. So then I said, you know, enough of me, you know, let's move on to somebody uh, younger or better looking. <laughs> so uh, I, I, I had met Tom Bailey. Um, I am a good friend of the owner of the agency that he worked for, uh, Diane Cowan, mm-hmm. who you know from. Oh, from I know both of them. They're great people. Yeah. So um, her agency, Confidential Investigative Services, or CIS, is one of the premier, you know, legal investigative agencies in, in you know, Pennsylvania. You know, they're located in Philly. Yeah. So uh, uh, Tom graciously agreed to, you know, teach the classes for me. And the four that he teaches are skip tracing, ethics, interviewing, and report writing. Okay. Um, so, you know, a different perspective, a whole different approach, uh, uh, you know, that he uses and, and a much, you know, newer uh, version of, you know, events than, than, than you know, from, from me. Right. Um, so that was, you know, exactly what I was looking for. And, and he did a great job. For some reason, I was having a problem getting somebody to do the surveillance uh, component. Um, I've now solved that. I reached out to my guy that's been doing my surveillances for 10 years. So he is, uh, you know, as we speak, working on that. Great. And I hope to have that uh, ready in uh, by the end of the summer. Yeah. So that's the thing with the what, surveillance guys, like they, those are the guys that are literally out in the cars, like doing stuff. So getting them to sit down and do something, I was like, I'm not surprised that you say that, you know, right. You know, it, it's, and, and it's just a lifestyle that, you know, that yeah. that's yeah. how they are. That's what they do. It's their bread and butter. Like I right. totally get it. Um, I want to go back real quick, just to, to hammer down a little bit or, or drive in on the, um, on the background searches. Like you had said, the bread and butter and all that. What would you say, what constitutes a, a good background search as far as due diligence goes, in your opinion? Okay, well, the, first I start with, you know, the databases. So, and most people, you know, think the databases are, you know, the beginning and the end of, of, of the search. And, and as, as you and I know, they're just the beginning. Yeah. You know, the information that's contained in what's provided by the databases is sometimes... 100% factual, sometimes not, but you need to document it. I, I am not sending, you know, a report that's generated by a database agency to my client saying, this is what the facts are, you know, involving this person. Never send the report, people. <laughs> so uh, I am going to document the, the information that's provided. Yeah. Um, criminal history, you know, uh, I, I, you know, in Florida, thank God we, we live in a state that, you know, uh, in, you know, public records are, are, you know, there's plenty of them and, uh, and they are publicly available. So uh, I'm going to document, you know, uh, they say he's got three felony arrests in Broward County. I'm going online in Broward County and, and you know, documenting that. So, um, but I, I mean, every investigation starts with uh, me doing a background check, whether it's on, on persons that I'm going to be interviewing um, I do background checks on my clients, you know, believe it or not, sometimes your clients lie to you oh, and, oh, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I want to know, you know, if they're telling me the truth, I certainly don't want to go out and start doing work and, and, you know, providing information to, uh, a, a guy who's going to start stalking or, you know, who's going to use the information, you know, in some nefarious fashion. So well, that's a, that's a liability uh, issue too. You know, you, exactly. You, you got to be careful. So yeah, I mean, you, you, you're, you're doing a domestic case and, and, you know, you find out that the guy's got a restraining order uh, against him and, you know, uh, or a missing person, you know, uh, uh, the, the 
son or daughter ran away, uh, well, they ran away because they were being accused by, you know, the father or the mother, whoever it is. So, yeah, you don't want to be hired to find them so that they can, you know, go out there and continue to do that. Yeah. Um, So it's an essential, essential component of each and every investigation. I mean, obviously, in civil cases, you you know, before you talk to witnesses, first, you got to find them. And you got to know something about their background so that you can conduct a thorough interview. Yeah. And another reason why the training is so important is that rules and regulations are constantly changing, right? So, right. you know, we have this whole data privacy specter hanging on our shoulders here um, where, you know, it may end up being something that's very similar to the European, um, you know, GD, GDPR um, uh, regulations. And, right. um you know, it, it could really handcuff us as to our accessibility to in, information. It's important why, right. you know, NCISS, um, you know, associations like that are, are so important to have that, that watch right. that that could affect, um, you know, our ability to make a living, you know, right. which, um, you know, you got to stay on top of it and know what you can do and can't do. And you want to make uh, sure when the music stops, you have, uh, you, you in, have in Florida, um, I think it was around the same time that the state association Valley w- was being founded. Mm-hmm. Um, the state legislature decided that uh, uh, private investigators would be a good industry to require sales tax from. Oh yeah. We got that in New York. <laughs> uh, I mean, seriously, well, lawyers and accountants uh, don't pay sales tax for their services. Why private investigators? So uh, yeah, I, I mean, so 7% of uh you know, my investigation uh, goes to the state of Florida for, for sales tax. Uh, don't worry. It's eight and three quarters here in New York. <laughs> <laughs> so, but had we had, you know, the association, which is in place now, which monitors all the, the you know, so to keep the, the membership uh, apprised as to what's going on so that we yeah. can contact our representatives and say, no, this is not a good idea. Yeah. I mean, listen, the way I approach that is, you know, give Caesar what, what's in, what he's due. Right. Um, I got to collect it. I'm just a middleman, you know, like right. don't complain to me about it. But at least give me something for my money. Uh, when, yeah. when you have, you know, 9,000 investigators and you have a lot of uh, people that are out there that are not licensed uh, and they're not doing anything about it, despite the fact that you're telling them yeah. that Matt Spire is out there uh, working as an investigator without a license, that, that's when it hurts. Oh, yeah. Know? When they don't enforce it. Yeah. We, we yeah. to in New York, too. So yeah. we, uh, our state association, we were lobbying for the longest time to have it a, a felony. Um, you know, like a, uh, I think a right. felony, or was it a B class felony? I think we were going for, um, to, um, uh, you know, operating as a private investigator or unlicensed, um, what we, we got, we got it, we got it done, but not felony. We ended up having to, to right. settle for misdemeanor, but we still got something on the books. Right. Now the question is whether or not they enforce it. <laughs> like another question right you, you right. know oh yeah. they'll they'll take the money you pay for exactly your license, right. right you know right. five hundred dollars every two years and <laughs> thank right. you um but yeah the enforcement's a whole nother issue right. for another day uh but they, these are like trends and, and things to stay on top of right technology trends it's it's why the education that you offer is so important and and the fact that you're having these folks that are actually doing it coming in and teaching about and talking about it because they're, they're living the life. Like right. they're, they're giving the insight of here, how, here's how you do it. Here's a story of, of a situation I got into. This is how I solved it, or this is how this was resolved. Um, or it didn't work out the way that it was supposed to work out. And guess what? That happens. Exactly. Um, I, I have a researcher in house um, that works for me and she's amazing, but she gets so frustrated when 
she doesn't solve something. She just can't, right. doesn't find an answer. And I, I, I'm, I'm trying to explain to her, it's, you know, it's, it's almost like baseball, you know, it's like one third of the time, if you get something, you're, you're pretty good, you know, like you, you got to understand it's right. not the result that's important. It's the, the due diligence. How did you get right. there is right. more important than the end result, just being able right. to retrace your, your, your steps. Okay. And, and ultimately the, the clients are paying us to find information and, and you know, uh, I, I don't promise them that I'm going to find the exact, uh, you know, result that they're looking for. I promise you that I'm going to work as hard as I can to, to, to uncover every stone, you know, to try and get there. Yeah. And, you know, after 30 years, I can pretty much tell you what I can and, and can't accomplish yeah. as long as the, the objectives are realistic. Yeah. Um, what I do have a problem with is, you know, the client trying to tell me, you know, how I should go conduct the investigation. I'm like, Let's see who who's the licensed investigator here. Oh, yeah. you know, who's the guy with the thirty oh, years oh, experience? Yeah. Uh, the the, the fun know. part is is when they hire you to do something and then they they continue to like do stuff in there and start meddling right. and start tainting right. witnesses. You know, when you right. got to talk to somebody right. like, oh yeah, somebody was already here and right. was harassing me. I'm or or how about the, the wife that, that tells her husband that uh, she hired investigators oh, yeah, following, exactly. them, following them around? I'm like, yeah, right. you know, that's not a really good idea to do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the yeah, guy in, in 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 that gray van over there. Guess who he is? That's that right. hired him to follow you around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> next thing don't don't confront him about what I tell you until yeah. after I tell you we're done with the investigation. Yeah. Next thing, another guy's knocking on your window in the morning, giving you a cup of coffee. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not a good idea. Just watch for the banana in the tailpipe. That's all. So, oh man, it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy to to uh, to see all that stuff. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is important, though, for us to, like, stay on top of this stuff and just making sure and, um, you know, having those relationships is, is important, too. We had talked about that earlier, you know, going to the conferences and, and you know, getting your, your, your money's worth out of it. You right. know, at the end of the day, what it really comes down to is you, you can't get a degree or, or, or come off of uh, your, your prior job or whatever um, and expect that you're going to get something without investing in yourself, right? Right. Right. So there has to be that commitment. Like if you're serious about doing this work and it, it's, it's a good livelihood if you make the investment in it, learning it, how to do it. Right. It's you, the greatest job that I've ever had. I, I can't yeah. even imagine myself doing something, something else, of course, working for myself, but you know, uh, yeah. it, it's easy to like or not like, right. but, um, we're fun at cocktail parties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fun. But again, so getting back to the, uh, so w with the surveillance class, that would be yeah. 10 classes that are that are part of phase one, which is you, you, you know, there's a menu of 10 classes that you can, you know, opt to take one or multiple or whatever. Right. So phase two is actually going to be um, all 10 classes you sign up for at once. And at the end, once you've completed the 10 classes, first of all, you're going to be tested because um, I want to make sure I'm, you know, I'm not sending people out there that, that, you know, sat through three of uh, my classes of me droning on, didn't take the rest. And then they're going to, you know, diminish my name by going out and saying, I got this certificate. You know, I took all of these classes and they don't know how to do, you know, half right. of the assignments. Right. So they, they, they will be all, they will sign up for all 10 classes at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, there will be a midterm and a final. And for the surveillance class, there'll actually be assignments. They'll, they'll have to go out, um, conduct, three surveillances of two hours and then send the instructor <laughs> video <laughs> and report writing. Um, Start so, you know, that's your assignment. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty much, you know, so 
and at the end of that, so they get their certificate in professional investigation and I'm going to help them find a job. Now in That's New great. Jersey, um, you know, th- at the end of the rainbow, if they graduated from, you know, one of the community colleges, I had already worked with, you know, uh, the, the statewide association up there. And they were very much looking forward to the people that were trained. Again, another state where pretty much 100% of the people that are licensed investigators are ex-law enforcement. That's yeah. the only way you can get into the club. Yeah. Um, so, y- you know, you're very limited in terms of the experience of the person that you're hiring is, is an ex-cop. What did they know about conducting background investigations, working, you know, insurance cases and, and you know, doing, you know, skip tracing and, and you know, writing reports and certainly ethics, you know, a lot of them come out with a lot of questionable, you know, habits. So they, they were anxiously awaiting, you know, the opportunity. And, and plus the other thing is you hire them at the intern level. So instead of paying, you know, the ex-cop the 40, 50, $60 an hour, you know, that they're looking for, you pay somebody 10, $15 an hour because they're starting out. They know how to do the assignments because they learned how to do the assignments from, from our instructors. But, you know, they're, they're going to start at a reduced rate and then work their way up. um, And then hopefully, you know, they're going to become an integral part of that agency and, you know, find a career right there. Yeah. And let, let me just chime in as far as a business owner and and having employees, right? right? It gives me great pleasure to pay somebody to do a certain thing that they're right. very good at. Right. You know, like as far as the compensation rate, like I, I don't have any qualms about that. Like I love right. paying my people to do what they do because they're right. good at it. And I'm a big believer in incentives and bonuses and all this other um, stuff that goes along with, with uh, being an owner. Um, also understanding that you do have to start somewhere, right? If you have no right. experience, yeah, yeah. Got to get your foot in the door. You got to show what you can do. Right. Uh, but, you know, I know there are many business owners just like myself in this industry where it's so hard to find good people. And when you find right. somebody who's trained and knows what they're doing right. and hands off, because this is a hands off business, that that is one of the benefits of doing what we do. Absolutely. You don't have to go sit in an office every day. You've right. got your caseload and things you have to do, but you're not for the most part, someone's not going to be like, uh, where's your TPS report? You know, you're supposed to have it there on Monday, right? That, like, that's not going right. to happen. Right. So, right. um, just making sure you're on top of it. Like I, I tell my guys um, and gals that work for me, it's like you're, it's like you're being a business owner without the hassle of owning a business. Exactly right. You have the freedom to well, basically set your schedule and do what you need to do. So which is really why is a lot of the people business. here, you know, especially the surveillance specialists have their own agency, but they don't really, they work for other, like they, they're surveillance specialists. A lot of surveillance they work for me and they work yeah. for two or three other guys. They don't want to be sitting at their desk doing, re, yeah. you know, uh, doing, the uh, marketing and, and yeah. you know, doing the bookkeeping and, and, you know, doing the networking, uh, they want to be in their car making money, uh, yeah. you know, so, and, you know, like you say, I, I pay, you know, my investigators top dollar because there are so many, you know, out there, so many agencies and everything else. I want the best and the brightest and I want them to work for me and I want them to prefer to work for me than some other guy that's paying them less money. And I pay when I, within three days of them sending me their invoice, they're getting paid, whether I got paid or not, you know, they're going to get paid. Yeah, that's good. So, you know, it's the little things that they appreciate that make them want to work for you more than, you know, your competitors. Yeah. And, you know, a good relationship like that, it it, it benefits everybody. Um, And uh, to do something like that on on a surveillance, which is usually defense side, 
it's commendable because you know knowing a business owner about the pay schedules for for insurance i mean you're sitting on invoices for months so the fact that you're paying folks right away it's it's commendable because uh you know they they got to put food on the table they got to provide exactly right um you know you're you know gas which is very costly on the response to fill up the car so they can do the surveillance and yeah yeah no it's definitely true there um That's uh, the nature of the of the game there. Um, and the other thing too is, uh, you know, your your partner with Investigators Toolbox, and uh, you do offer discounts and benefits uh, to the Toolbox membership for utilizing your your classes. So if you are a member of that community, uh, I encourage you to check out the discounts and benefits page. Um, you know, go look for the uh, um, Investigator Education Consultants. Uh, you know, hit the button, the activate button, if you're interested and, uh, you know, receive the, the, uh, absolutely discount. Yeah. So, uh, we all got to work together to, to help each, uh, each other get better. And, uh, that's been a passion of mine. I mean, the whole toolbox thing, if you know me, if you know why I, I started doing this show, right. you know, right. is, is that, you know, you're pushing up the level of, um, quality level in our industry or right. just giving instruction. Uh, I get a real passion for people that are just getting out and looking to, to learn how to do this stuff because that was me, you right. know, I, right. I had those question marks and nobody, yeah, I had one, one buddy of mine who was like kind of a mentor to me is how it started, you know, and it just ballooned into getting involved in my state association, national associations. And I have such a huge network. I get that all the yes. time. How do you have all these people on your show? How do you like, where do you find your guests? I'm like, these are my friends. These are people I just right. know from you know being 25 years and doing this stuff. Right. 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 No, that's the other benefit of the associations. Uh, yeah. you, you find people that think like you and then, you know, an issue comes up and you, you, you know, you reach out and you say, Hey, I just got this case. I got a funny feeling, yeah. you know, you run it by them and, you know, or you got a case and you don't know what, uh, how to go about, you know, resolving it. Um, and you know, you get some tips from them. So, uh, you know, it, 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 everybody needs a friend to, uh, to, to go to to get some advice or give advice well, to well yeah i mean and also understanding in this industry you're only as good as your relationships right so like who i know uh, as far as like getting information is much different than who you know Royce. you know so it's like we could be both working on a, a, the same case and we might approach things in a different way based upon the right. relationships that we have right. um that's why like when i when i'm soliciting new law firms you know trying to get business Oh, we have an investigator already. Great. Are you happy with him? Yes, we're happy with him. I'm not trying to steal his work. Right. But right. if there's something that he's having trouble with a particular case, let me take a look at it. Maybe right. I can solve that problem for you. And my relationships are probably different than that investigator's relationship. So I may be able to, to get it done. You know, maybe my interview technique. Uh, every, every expertise. Some people are not comfortable dealing with fraud cases. Uh, uh, and right, good you know, they'll, they'll, they'll refer that case to me and, you know, I don't do surveillance. So, um, yeah. you know, I'm definitely, you know, one of my subcontractors or yeah, yeah. something that you do, I'll farm it out to you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I really love that about that industry that about this industry is that there's so many different things that you can do as an investigator. And, right. you know, if you're looking to get in this field, if you're considering taking one of, um, Rory's classes, like understand you can't do everything. I'm going to exactly. tell you, tell you that right now, right. <laughs> yeah. pick, right. picks a few things that you want to specialize in that right. you're, you're good at. Don't just do one thing, you know, just do, do a couple things and really be known as that particular person that can deliver right. on those particular things. And you'll go far very quickly 
in this right. business instead of trying. And, and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to turn down the case. You just have to, you're not going to work it. You're going right. to work. And it depends on, on how busy I am or what's going on. So yeah, I'll turn down a case, never say I'll no, either handle say, it and then yeah. sub it out to somebody else. Yeah. Or, you know, if I got enough, you know, take keeping me busy, I'll just, I'll just direct refer it right to, uh, to the investigator that I know that works that area that, handle that can it. handle yeah. it. Yeah. You never say no to work. You always say, okay, I'm going to speak to my, my expert, my consultant, my team. I'm going to brief my team about this and I'll get back to you. Right. Right. And then you go and you look for the expert or your team or right. whatever. And I, I mean, I have to do that by surveillance cases. I have to see whether or not, uh, you know, uh, my, my people are, are available to handle the assignment. Yeah. So yeah, I find out as much information as I can, what they're looking for, you know, how long, yada, yada. Right. And then, then I call my guys and say, are you available to handle this assignment? It's going to take this many days, whatever. Sure. Um, and then, you know, work it from there. Great. All right. I, I think we're going to wind down here, Rory. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it's always great chatting with you, man. You, you, um, you know, you want to talk about legacy and, and people that, that uh, really do things for, for this industry. I mean, you're, you're right up there. Definitely. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, it's great to be with you, man. Yeah. And please go uh, check out the, uh, the website, the, um, uh, investigator education consultants. There's a link in our, um, in the show notes and it, guys, these are, he's a regular sponsor. You know, the, you know, if it's not today's show, it's another show. Um, please support our sponsors. Please consider doing this. If you um, are getting into the industry and you want to get the best out of it, I mean, consider taking these courses, make the investment in yourself. And if you're an investigator already and you're an, you, you're an expert in a certain field or, or you're having this expertise and you feel like you want to maybe brush up on another category and, and maybe add that skill set to the, what you do. This is the place to do it. Go, go get those, the certification and, and add that to uh, your toolbox of things that you do. Right. Exactly right. <laughs> so uh, Rory, thank you so much. Uh, thank you very much, Matt. It's been great and, being with you uh, and, and enjoy the rest of your summer. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks everyone for tuning in and we'll catch everybody next week on the next show. Take care. Thanks to Rory for coming on and giving us an update make sure you take advantage of his great discount offer. We'd also like to thank Crosstracks, Conflict International, Investigator Education Consultants, NALI, and OREP for sponsoring the show, so please support our great supporters. Have you thought about joining Investigators Toolbox? Now's the time to get on board and join the fastest growing digital community for investigative professionals. Just use code PIP201836 to save 10% on our membership. If you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find them on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We'd like your feedback to bring you the best shows possible. And we'll be back next week with a new show, so make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.